service. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey guys, thanks for checking out this bonus episode. Uh, before we get into it, I want to let you know that we got a ton of content for you to check out here for the Halloween season here in the Disgraceland feed. We just reincarnated our Norwegian black metal episode, which you should see bumped up in the feed with all of our other dark, twisted, horrific Halloween episodes that we're dropping this week. And uh, over in the Badlands feed, we just dropped an episode on legendary director John Huston, which I am very proud of. I think the team did a great job on this one. I love digging into the classic Hollywood stuff. Uh, check that out. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's get into some bonus episode content right here in the After Party. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking, among other things, about the spookiest, creepiest, most bone-chilling episodes of Disgraceland, rock stars who are in your favorite horror movies, and what song is going to be played at your funeral. And of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. All right, October 2023 is coming to a close. Halloween is a mere five days away, which means we've got five more days of frights. And the so-called spooky season is not dead yet, or is it 
undead. Here in Disgraceland, we've been reanimating, reincarnating the dead, or rather, uh, getting into these old episodes from the archive, creepy crawly episodes, the gnarliest, the weirdest, all the strange, all the spine tingling, all the stomach turning stories that we've told you over the last five years or so. And uh, if you've been in the feed this week, you know this. You've got an archive releases on ACDC and their connection to Richard Ramirez, aka the Night Stalker, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness himself, the great bluesman Robert Johnson. And uh, how that deal went down at the Devil's Crossroads, or didn't go down. Led Zeppelin's Jimmy Page, so deep into the dark arts that he freaked out David Bowie. And today, today, we just dropped an episode from all the way back in Season 1 on Norwegian Black Metal, which has got to be heard to be believed. And then tomorrow through Sunday, more episodes, more terrifying tales coming your way uh, from Charles Manson, Skip James, and Black Sabbath. 617-906-6638 is the voicemail for the old school messaging and the new school messaging. 617-906-6638 for the text. It's the same. Uh, you know, at Pods on the socials, DisgraceSlamPod at gmail.com on email. I cannot wait to hear from you guys this week on all things music and true crime all right let's get straight into your voicemails uh let's dig right in here with matt from the 510 with a great music discovery story hey jake it's matt calling from long beach california um i grew up a fellow new englander like yourself and uh i grew up in a small town in new hampshire and i have a memorable uh, music discovery story for you so i used to get sent to the dump uh, by my parents once a week to drop off our trash. Uh, the people at the dump liked to call it the solid waste facility and were offended if you called it the dump. Um, there was one day that I was dropping off trash, driving through my mom's car and dropping off trash bags next to their giant incinerator. I saw stacks of records that were getting ready to be tossed into the incinerator and being the, you know, lifelong music junkie that I am, I had to take a look and see what the records were, because uh, I always would go through my dad's records and steal his Cheech and Chung and Led Zeppelin, the Who records and everything, so wanted some of my own, and lo and behold, there was a stack of just classic hip-hop records, um, original pressings of License to Ill, two copies of the She's Crafty 12-inch from the Beastie Boys, uh, Grandmaster Flash, all the Run DMC records, all in great condition. I mean, there were like, I don't know, 30 or 40 records in this stack. Um, and so I asked the people that worked at the dump if I could take them, save them from getting melted. And yeah, they let me. I loaded them into my uh, mom's trunk and the rest is history. I still have all of those records. They're all part of my gigantic uh, record collection. Yeah, that was a huge find for me. And it got me into some uh, some electro stuff and everything that I wasn't previously familiar with. So love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Amazing story, Matt. Crazy how sometimes the world just gives you things when it comes to music, at least. It just there. Here it is. Here it is, Matt. Just for you. We've got this whole treasure trove of amazing hip hop music uh, right here in the middle of this dump. We used to call it the dump as well. Um, I've I've found records on the street before discarded records more like stuff that was just kind of mass printed in the 70s and 80s that people just everyone kind of had but didn't really want after a while carol king's tapestry uh the saturday night fever soundtrack the uh, the grease soundtrack these are records that 
you could probably get on uh, any college moving day on any corner on any year in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Peter Frampton, Frampton Comes Alive, that's another one. Uh, but it sounds like you you just got like, you know, mana from heaven. Like the gods just, you know, reached down and said, here, here you go. <laughs> We're going to turn you on and keep you turned on with this amazing hip hop record collection. So good for you, Matt. Love it. All right, let's hear from a new listener, Angie from the 443. Hi, Jake. It's Angie. Um, been thinking about calling for a long time. I love this Graceland pod and I love the bonus episode just as much. Um, I kind of got started late. I've been binging for the past two months and I'm not caught up yet. Um, but somehow Spotify fed me some of the latest episodes. So I had a topic, um, that I wanted to talk about kind of related to what I do and I'm a hospice nurse. I listen mostly on my commute, which is a couple of hours. And um, you had mentioned you wanted a certain song played at your funeral, and I was wondering what songs people would like to listen to as they're dying, or what songs mean the most to them that they think they might like. That's all. Thank you. Keep doing what you do. It. I love it. Love it. Love it. Bye. Angie, thank you for calling in. Appreciate you. Stoked to welcome new listeners into the show. Awesome to hear what you do for a living as well. Dark topic you bring up here, Angie, but I get it. I mentioned this. Uh, I mentioned the same topic from time to time to my wife whenever we hear the song "Wildflowers" by Tom Petty, because that is the song that I would have playing at my funeral. Um, but Angie, you have prompted a a question of the week here, and I thank you for it. So, listeners, uh, y- yeah, I mean six one seven nine zero six 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 three eight. Let's just jump off what Angie's putting down here. What? song do you want playing at your funeral let us know 617-906-6638 in the meantime let's check in with another jake jake from the 385 hey jake it's jake from the 435 uh i wanted to let you know uh, i like that uh oh i can't remember what the name of it is it's acdc with the trucks coming to life and their album was based on it anyways thanks jake uh bye-bye Jake, you're talking about the movie, the horror movie, Maximum Overdrive, written and directed by Stephen King. Yes, kind of cheesy, but in a great kind of way. Uh, I love this movie, and the soundtrack is the soundtrack that you're mentioning is ACDC's Who Made Who, which is kind of a greatest hits, but it's but there's a single on it. The, the title track, Who Made Who, is a new single that they did for this album. I think there might have been another, another couple new songs. I can't remember now. Now, but I I know it feels like. Stephen King got a budget to do a movie that he was going to direct. He was finally in charge. No one was going to fuck up his his IP. Talking to you, Stanley Kubrick, at least from Stephen King's point of view. And he goes to direct this movie, and he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll get my favorite band of all time, ACDC, to do the soundtrack. Um, and they were like, yeah, here's a bunch of old songs, and uh, here's a new one to boot. I think that's what happened. I'm just guessing. I've never read anything about the making of that record, but I just feel like that's how it went down. Uh, I saw them on that tour, by the way. I was in the sixth grade, I believe, uh, and they were incredible. It was, you know, that movie, Maximum Overdrive, is is partly responsible for my, my still, to this day, my deep, deep, deep reservoir of love for ACDC. All right, guys, 617-906-6638 with your voicemails and your texts. ACDC and Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive brings up a good question. 
What's the best rock star slash horror movie crossover? Is it ACDC with Stephen King and Maximum Overdrive? Is it Studio 666 and Foo Fighters? Do you love Rob Zombie as a filmmaker? If so, what movie do I need to watch? Is it Tom Waits and Bram Stoker's Dracula? Is it Kiss and Scooby-Doo? It's not Kiss and Scooby-Doo, but I had to bring that up. It's on the mind because... My son's watching that one. What rock star killed it in a horror movie? That's what I want to know. 617-906-6638 on voicemail or text. Also, Angie, my new friend, I haven't forget about the question of the week that you prompted either. Guys, you can only choose one song to play at your funeral. What is it? I want to know. It's dark, but it's the dark season. 617-906-6638. Back in a moment with your texts. Do you love bad movies? I'm talking about movies where Jason Statham saves the day or a lifetime thriller about a killer flight instructor or basically anything made in the 1980s that was set in the not too distant future. Now, if all of that seems up your alley, then you are going to love the podcast, How Did This Get Made? I've been listening to this podcast, it seems like for forever, and I keep going back to it because it is hysterical. Every episode, comedians Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, and Jason Mansukis dissect the best, worst films ever made and their often bizarre production stories. Some of you guys are going to know Paul, June, and Jason, the host, from many of their appearances in films, animation, uh, television, on stage, these uh, improv, these guys, great, great, great comics. Uh, and they're just funny as hell. And these episodes are hysterical. They just did this episode on this cult action movie called Samurai Cop. All right, just that title alone tells you that it's going to be funny to digest. Where they, the star of this movie, of course, is a stuntman, goes to prison after filming because they stole a Rembrandt painting at gunpoint from a church. Of course, the best part of this podcast is these guys watch these movies so that you don't have to. And sometimes even they're joined by hilarious guests, Seth Rogen, Conan O'Brien. Okay, I'm not the only one who thinks this show is hysterical. What are you waiting for? Go listen to How Did This Get Made, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. 
Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland, all access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. All right, this one from the 252, this text coming in saying, uh, hey there, Jake, just listen to the Robert Johnson episode. It's been a few years and it's as good as it was back then. Good work. I know you read, but you probably have a backlist of books people send you to read. This is true. Uh, The 252 goes on to say, if you do, go ahead and throw Spider's Kiss on the list. It's by Harlan Ellison, one of history's greatest writers you never heard of. The story is so good. Really, 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 really good. And if Harlan was still alive, he would like your show, especially this Robert Johnson episode. I know, I know, you're busy, but thanks for doing all you do. You got a 252. I like the recommendation there. I will check it out. The 303 writes in, I loved your comments on Justin Trudeau and Jada Pinkett Smith. (laughs) 303 is referring to uh, a couple little rants I had. I believe those in the pre-party. And uh, yeah, fuck Justin Trudeau. Uh, Let's see. The 862 writes in, your rant on boomer attitudes was really uncalled for. Just as millennials, Gen X, Gen Z don't want to be grouped together, as general practitioners of assholery, neither do boomers. All people are not like in a generation. I thought you knew that. Congrats for being part of the intergenerational problem. All right. I don't mind a little criticism. I don't mind a little heat, but I'm going to I'm gonna stick up for myself here, 862. You are writing in response to my rant in the pre-party on Jan Wenner. And um, I wasn't grouping all boomers together. I was very clear, if I do recall, on uh, how that generation in particular has had a particular type of narcissism but I did qualify. I'm, I'm almost positive I did, because I usually do. But if by some chance I did not, if I did not, then I was mistaken. And uh, I would ask you, 862, to look at your generation with the same bit of nuance that I look at mine. You know, Gen Xers, we think we're all badass. We think we were raised by wolves. We think we can stand anything. But deep down, we're just as emotional and sensitive as everybody else. And we're not all one group. I know that. I know that. I'm not suggesting we are. We are the greatest generation. Next, of course, to the greatest generation. All right, let's get into some more texts here. 705 writing in on an old question here on sad sack music. This question, what favorite 70s sad sack music do you guys get into? Didn't get a lot of traction, but I don't care. Um, I want to get into it here. My favorite 70s sad sack music is Casey in the Sunshine Band. Please don't go. Favorite Jim Croce album is Photographs and Memories. Favorite alter ego would be Vincent Fournier, a.k.a. Alice Cooper. Favorite Halloween music is Jack the Ripper by Screaming Lord Such. And that's all I got for now. That's a lot. That is a lot. And I dig it. I dig it. But uh, is Casey in the Sunshine Band sad sack music? 724 writes in, Hey Jake, it's Anthony. You asked about bands to listen to around Halloween, and I was curious what your opinion on Ice Nine Kills was, since they do songs based on horror movies, games, and books. Anthony, I've never heard of Ice Nine Kills, so I'm going to have to check that out. Or, if you want something a little different, this is Anthony continuing, there's a German-Norwegian-Danish folk band called Heilung that uses Viking and German ruins from the Iron Age. That sounds incredible. I don't really know what that is, but that sounds nuts. You also asked about that 70s sound in Jim Croce, and I don't know if this falls in, but I really enjoy Gordon Lightfoot, especially his album Summertime Dream. And in terms of favorite Halloween disgrace in that episode, I do like the Jim Morrison one best. Big Lurch is my second. Keep on keeping on and later days, mate. You got it, 724. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, that Big Lurch episode, it's coming at you 724 in a couple days. All right. 
248 writes in again, this also on uh, Sad Sack Music. You asked about soft music. The 70s were my formative years. I had such a crush on Neil Diamond. Wore out his hot August night vinyl. Love Cat Stevens as well. Played Carol King Tapestry and James Taylor. Sweet Baby James, eight tracks over and over. Still love them all. 709 writing in. Let's cap this out with another discovery story. That's where we started this whole engagement thing with. 709 writes in, Hey Jake, you asked how we got into music like most 90s kids. Early on, it was whatever my parents listened to. Country, Irish traditional. Until high school when I was introduced to all ages punk shows by my high school crush. Every Sunday, I'd hang out with different people. And then in the early days of non-dial-up internet, use pure volume to find pop punk emo bands. Now in my 30s, I've evolved to listen to a variety of music. 709, I remember pure volume. Uh, good text, appreciate it. I wonder what you think of the whole emo revival, the pop punk emo revival. I'm sure you're into it as we are. All right, one more here from the 609. Hey, Jake, Mary from the 609. Top Halloween songs for me are anything by John Carpenter, especially the Halloween theme. Saw him and his son do a show of all his songs a few years ago, and it was awesome. He is such a vibe. That sounds incredible. I'd love to see John Carpenter uh, put on a concert. That sounds amazing. All right. That's what we got. 617-906-6638. That's how you get in touch with me. That's how you leave your voicemails. That's how you send your texts. That's how we engage here in Disgraceland. I want to know what you're thinking about. I want to know uh, what you think about this. I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been thinking a lot about Halloween music. We've been talking about Halloween music. We've been talking about Halloween playlists. Uh, but that's got me thinking. What music? You brought up John Carpenter. What music scares you? John Carpenter makes some scary fucking music. The soundtrack for The Fog in particular. But it doesn't have to be horror-themed compositions. It doesn't have to be from horror directors. It doesn't have to have anything to do with Halloween. Just, like, what music actually scares you? Like, freaks you out? Like, you're driving late at night. It's dark. Maybe it's foggy. Maybe there's a little mist in the air. You can see the white lines on the sides of the roads, but you can't really make out the dotted line in the middle. You're driving about 20 miles slower than you normally do. And that song comes on the radio. And you're into it at first. It's a vibe. It fits with the fog and the, and the mist and the, the darkness of it all. But then something turns and it's, it's actually a different feeling. It's fucking fear. What is that music? What is that music that will transform your environment and scare the shit out of you? It can be anything. It can be sad sack 70s music. It can be James Taylor. For me, it's like weirdly Donovan. And I think that's because of the David Fincher movie, The Zodiac. <laughs> I blame David Fincher for Donovan being scary. But also Echo and the Bunnymen, Mazzy Star, scary shit. 617-906-6638. Let me know what music scares you for real. Also, ton of great questions have been prompted just in this after party from your voicemails and your texts and this little conversation we have going. What song is playing at your funeral? What rock star killed it in that horror movie that you love? What music freaks you out? Like I said, is it Echo and the Bunnymen? Is it Donovan? Hurdy Gurdy Man? Mazzy Star? Like I said, all of that freaks me out. I want to know what freaks you out. All right. Also, Angie, first time caller, prompted this idea. Why does Angie get to have all the fun? What questions do you guys have for each other? Not necessarily for me, but for each other. Why do Angie and I have to do everything is what I'm asking. Hit me with your questions. What would make for a good question of the week? All right, something related to true crime and music. Yes, perhaps horror because that's what we're in right now. But you know what we're all talking about in here. What, what do you want to have answered? 
It can be anything. It can be a general question. It can be a specific question. 617-906-6638, voicemail, text. I'll pose it on the next After Party. All right, quick break. Back in a flash. All right, welcome back again, 617-906-6638. Let me know what music scares you, what music terrifies you, what makes you check the locks on your doors, what makes you drive faster, what makes you slow down. I want to know what it is. Let me know. What song is playing at your funeral? What rock star killed it in that horror movie that you love? And what questions do you have for your fellow Disgraceland listeners or just the world in general? Let this be your platform. Let this be your town square. You can hit me up here, 617-906-6638. You can hit me up at Disgraceland Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Excuse me, X, not Twitter. And uh, DisgracelandPod at gmail.com for the emails. I answer those in the pre-parties on Mondays. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Let me know what you got. We're going to recap real quick. Number one, right now in your feed, Halloween episodes on ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, Robert Johnson, Led Zeppelin, Norwegian Black Metal, episodes on Charles Manson, Skip James, and Black Sabbath, all coming to you the rest of this week. Number two, over in the Badlands feed, we got a brand new episode on John Houston and what crime forced him to leave the United States and hustle for spare change on the streets of London. You're going to want to hear that story. Number three, next week in the Disgraceland feed, more horror business with reincarnated archive releases on Big Lurch and the Misfits to wrap up our Halloween extravaganza. Number four, my number, 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me number five. Remember, no one cares about music that you love more than you do. And well, that's a disgrace. All right, my moment of bliss, me reading you the phone book from Whittier, California in 1985, the very location in the very year where Richard Ramirez killed. Benjamin Shirley, 14943. East Gagley Drive, 9445146. Benjamin, Wesley, 1045 North Azusa Avenue, 818-332-9895. Benjamin's Ernesto C., 304 North Larkin Drive, 818-966-7632. Benjamin's Hardwood Floors, 818-797-5245. Benjamin's K, 456 East Italia Corner, 818-967-4537. Benjamin's Steve, 12333 Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it!